Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Looked in front of him and here come another wave and it looked like it was going to crash right up on top of him. He got his eyes off of the gold and on to all the circumstances round about instead of keeping his eyes fixed on the gold. Unless you have your eyes fixed on Jesus, you are going to be swamped in the waves of life. You see, he had been walking upon the crest of the wave. Didn't make any difference. If he would have kept his eyes on Jesus, he would not have begun to sink. Welcome to Rama for Today. If you joined us yesterday, you've already begun positioning yourself to take back what belongs to you. But remember, it's by faith. Keep listening as Reverend Kenneth W. Hagen continues his series on Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen. And later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer that's going to help you do just that. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3 According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and to virtue we have already been given through God through the word we have already been given all things that pertain to life and godliness and it's up to us to take it it's already been given. It's there. It's like this. Everybody probably had a, a big Thanksgiving dinner. How many of you had a big Thanksgiving dinner? All right, along about six or seven o'clock, you probably started getting hungry again. And somebody said, when are we going to eat? And they said, it's in there. Just go get it. How many of you heard that? Yeah, you know, the wives and moms and people been in the kitchen cooking all morning, you know, and after they got that big dinner over with, if you want any more, it's in there. Just go take it. That's sort of the way God is. He has provided it all. It's there. He's not going to serve it up to you. You're going to have to go get it. It belongs to you. Just go in there and get whatever you need. Now, I want us to turn to Matthew 14, 25 for our lesson today. Matthew 14, 25. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway, Jesus spoke unto them saying, be of good cheer. It is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered and said unto him, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Now, if we go into this story and begin to look, we find out that Peter did step out on the water. We find out that he really did begin to walk on the water. 
But we also began to realize that when he took his eyes off of Jesus, something happened. When he took his eyes off of the go, something happened. You see, what happened when he began to look around, it says that he saw the wind boisterous and was afraid. That simply means that he looked over here and he saw the wall of waves. And he looked in front of him and here come another wave and it looked like it was going to crash right up on top of him. He got his eyes off of the gold and on to all the circumstances round about instead of keeping his eyes fixed on the gold. Unless you have your eyes fixed on Jesus, you are going to be swamped in the waves of life. You see, he had been walking upon the crest of the way. Didn't make any difference. If he would have kept his eyes on Jesus, he would not have begun to sink. How many of you have ever run track? What is one of the first things that the coach tells you when you're running track, when you get out there? Look at the finish line. Don't look at anything else. Don't look in the newspaper and see how fast the other guys can run. Don't look at their flashy uniforms. Don't look at at the stadium that may be three times as nice as the stadium that you're used to running in. Don't listen to all the talk while you're sitting on the infield waiting for your race to be called, how everybody's talking about how fast this guy is and how, what he run last week and all of this kind of stuff. Don't listen to any of that. Don't get your eyes on any of that. You've got one goal. You're supposed to be focused on one thing, and that is running your race. And it doesn't make any difference what the other people are doing. You need to be focused on that. If you focus on that, you'll find out that you usually come out on top. Anybody that focuses on and looking around is in awe of the stadium, that's looking around. Man, this is the nicest track we ever run on, guys. Woo, look at that. Man. Man, look, look at there. That starter's gun. It, man, that, that must be silver plated. You get to looking at the starter's gun and you're going to be left at the starting blocks. Only thing you're interested in from that starter's gun is the sound. You know, don't make no difference what it looked like. In fact, did you know, in all the track that I've run, the only starter's gun that I've ever looked at was the one that our coach showed us one day. He said, here, I want you to look and see what a starter's gun looks like. We were sitting around a little group out on the infield. He said, here, here's what a starter's gun looks like. Now, I don't want you to ever look at one again. Did you know all the races that I've ever started in and run in that I couldn't tell you whether that starter that was saying, take your places, on your mark, 
Get set. I couldn't tell you whether that guy is tall or short, fat or skinny, ugly or good looking. I couldn't tell you anything about any of those starters because I was not interested in anything except his words. I didn't bother to get out there and look over and see what he looked like because when I got my starting blocks fixed, and actually if we run from starting blocks, we had to borrow any because our school was so small, we didn't have any. I took a spoon with me and dug me a hole. In the, of course, in nowadays, in the tartan track, you can't do that. But how many of you run on the cinder tracks where you can just take a spoon and dig you a hole and you can get a good starting block without paying any money? <laughs> I was getting ready and I got on that line and I was ready to run and I wasn't looking at anything or anybody. I didn't look to the right or the left to see what anybody else was doing. It didn't concern me what they were doing. But you know, some Christians, they're always looking around. They're always trying to see what's happening over here, what's happening over there, what's happening down yonder, or what's going down, down here. Friend, quit looking around. Get your eyes on what the Word says, and let's go get what belongs to us. See, I want you to notice the thing that is stealing today and robbing us today of our happiness and our joy and keeping us from taking what God has already given us by faith is that we are listening to the enemy. We are looking at the enemy. We are feeling the enemy. We've got our eyes off of God and off of the promises of God and onto the waves of depression, sadness, sickness, disease, short bank accounts. That's what we're looking at. You have got to get your eyes on the book. Get your eyes on the book and what the book says. This your answer. I mean, why go look at your bank account? It's still just as short as it was when you added it up last time. Why check to see if you're still sick? See, go with what God said. The thing that robbed Peter is, look, first of all, it says the wind was boisterous. He had to feel the wind. Now, he couldn't see the wind. Do you realize you don't see the wind? Did any of your husbands, did, did your wife ask you today, is the wind blowing? A lot of times on that, I'll say, honey, is the wind blowing today? And I, I, I look outside and I say, yeah, the wind's blowing. I didn't see the wind. Did you realize that? I didn't see the wind. You can't see the wind. You see the effects of the wind. I saw a tree limb blowing, or I saw the flag blowing. Across the street from us, a guy's got a great big old flag. And you can see that thing if it's whipping in the wind. Or I might see some trash blowing down the street. The wind's blowing. I saw it. No, you didn't. 
didn't see no wind blowing. You saw the effects of the wind blowing. You can't see the wind. It's a tangible something. You, you can't see it. You can see the effects of it. You can feel it as it blows against your skin, but you don't see it. Am I right or wrong? Now, I want you to notice that he felt the wind. Secondly, he was affected by what he saw. See, the things that shake our faith, I'm talking about the things that shake us, keep us from taking what belongs to us by faith. First of all, he felt. Secondly, he saw. He saw the wind boisterous, the waves that were blowing. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Tools for Navigating Life Package. Included is the best-selling book, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the books, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit by Ken Hagan, and God's Positioning System by Lynette Hagan. All three resources for just $21.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And September 7th through the 7th. Through the 10th. Through we're the 10th. Jonesboro, Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, they're at Living Word Church, Pastors Denny and Danny Beavers. Yes. And then we're going to be at a special, special meeting, su- special Sunday in St. Joseph, Illinois on Sunday, September the 14th at Living Word Family Church. Right, there. right. Tomorrow, Reverend Kenneth W. Hagen continues his series on Faith Takes Back What the Devil Stolen. We'll pick up with this great message then, here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.